continuing with our discussion on planning and budgeting section b of uh, part 1 cma us the next topic in discussion we'll do today is budget methodologies the budgeting process which we discussed in the previous topics has only one end goal that is the preparation of a master budget master budget which is also known as a comprehensive budget is a full set of budgeted financial statements for the budgeted year including you know monthly quarterly interim budgets or any actually you no know, budgets which are helpful for the organization the budgeted financial statements include the budgeted balance sheet income statement and also the cash flow statement each strategic business unit or a responsibility center is responsible for preparation of their individual strategic business unit budgeted statements in turn all the budgeted statements of each responsibility center are collated to prepare the master budget for the business as a whole now the master budget is a static budget now why is it called a static budget because it is prepared for a particular level of activity that is the number of units to be produced or manufactured or even the number of machine hours to be used financial projections are also known as pro forma but they differ from the master budget master budgets are based on both financial as well as non financial assumptions and you might be remembering in the previous podcast i mentioned the word premises as an alternate for assumptions so if you can recollect assumptions are inflation foreign exchange uh, rate fluctuations interest rate fluctuations these are the basis as a cma that we use while preparing budgets or any forecasts so master budgets they both you know use financial as well as non financial parameters or assumptions while preparing such budgets that's the reason why master budgets are very helpful for both operating as well as financial decisions so if you are a coo chief operating officer or you are a cfo chief financial officer you will be using the master budgets and both of you will be responsible to own this master budgets operating budgets are used to identify the resources that will be needed to carry out the planned activities during a particular budget period such as sales services r&d purchases marketing etc financial budgets on the other hand identify the sources and the usage of funds responsible for the such budgeted operations as mentioned earlier master budget is a static budget which is prepared for a specific level of activity while sales team uses this master budget uh, as a base or a premise it also prepares in turn alternate budgets which might be higher or lower than the level of activity which has been planned this is because the real demand will be gauged by the sales team and accordingly they might prepare the alternate budgets now if i have to give an example if for instance 10000 units is the activity level as per the master budget the sales budget might be actually you know creating alternates where for example 9000 units or 8000 units or on the higher side 11000 or 12000 units so once the actual activity is known flexible budget comes into picture in section c of part 1 there is a whole discussion once again that you will see about static budget versus flexible budget 
So if I have to repeat, static budget is prepared for part of the master budget and it remains static because it is used for a particular level of activity that the company can achieve. Whereas flexible budget comes into picture only after the actuals are known. In simple terms, static budget means budgeted quantity multiplied by budgeted cost or even budgeted revenue. Whereas flexible budget is actual quantity multiplied by budgeted cost or budgeted revenue. So the common parameter will be always, always remember the budgeted cost or budgeted revenue per unit. Whereas the flex static budget uses the budgeted or standard quantity, flexible budget uses the actual quantity. This will also help you in management by exceptions, which is part of section C of part one, where there is a repetition of this uh, discussion. Next, we will continue this podcast by discussing the variants of budgets. The first one is project budget. A project budget is a budget as the name specifies. It is specific for a particular project, the time frame of which may be you know, very short term or even a long term time frame. Projects must be planned over their entire lifespan and should be viewed as special commitments. That's the reason why we create a separate project budget. Now, if it has capital expenditure, this will also result in a capital budget. Their budgeted amounts must be integrated into the master budget for the company for the relevant period or even periods. Example of such project budgets are construction of buildings and laying down of highway projects. A project budget must include all of the costs that will be required for the project. A long-term project budget for the introduction, say, of a new product can also be called a life cycle budget. Now, a life cycle budget plans income and expenses for one specific product throughout its entire lifespan. That's why it's called life cycle budget. So it's another sub-variant of project budget. Now, right from its development of a prototype, till the decline of you know, the product. This enables the company to see the cash flows that will result from the product over its entire lifespan. Example of a life cycle would be a pharma company which might be using this life cycle costing for a technical know-how which it has abated for a particular length of time. The next topic of discussion is a variant of budget called activity-based budgeting. This is very important. And a discussion about this is there again in section D of part one. Activity-based budgeting is similar in terms of concept when it comes to activity-based costing, which is already covered in section D podcast, cost management. Activity-based costing is an alternate method of allocating overhead costs to every product. The traditional method of using labor hours or even machine hours to allocate overheads Instead of using this method, this method actually uses activities. Now, an example I can give you of an activity is a setup of a machine. So the focus of the entire organization will be on the activities that are necessary to achieve the goals that you need to create the product or service rather than the traditional methods of labor hours or number of units or machine hours. So activity-based budget is part of you know, the activity-based costing and they go hand in hand. So if you have activity-based budgeting, it means the company is already implementing activity-based costing. The budgeting side of activity-based, it helps in compiling all the costs under a particular cost pool. And based on the such activity, you can create the overhead allocation rate. How do I do that? 
the entire cost pool divided by the budgeted production level. That's it. An example, if I have to give you, is an automotive company like Chrysler, a very famous automotive company, which uses the activity-based costing. So obviously, it also uses the activity-based budgeting. Always remember, if budgeting is being applied through activity-based, it means that the company has already adopted activity-based costing also, so that the efforts are synchronized and optimum results are achieved. The next topic of discussion is another variant of budget called zero-based budgeting. This is very easy and simple as the name signifies. It is prepared without any reference or use of any current period's budget. So it starts from the scratch, starts from zero. So the budgets are prepared as if it's been carried out for the first time, which means everything starts from the beginning to collecting of data, assumptions, and then finally drawing the master budget. An example of zero-based budget are the you know, NGOs uh, or orphanages and even the state or central governments which prepare zero-based budget. This is a cumbersome effort and it is time-taking and costly because everything has to scratch, you know, start from the scratch every year. The next variant of budget is incremental budgeting. This is the opposite of uh, zero-based. Here, the focus is on things that are expected to change during the coming period. So, we use a previous budget and plus or minus is what we do in incremental budgeting. That's why it's called incremental. So, the assumption here is we don't see much of changes in the near future and expect continuation from the past with plus or minus. An example of an incremental budget, if I have to give, is our family monthly budget where some additional expenses might be planned or maybe even a reduction in some of the expenses. The next topic of discussion is another variant of budget called continuous budgeting. Now, what is a continuous budgeting? Continuous budgeting, as the name signifies, it is a rolling budget which is prepared for a certain period of time ahead of the present. When one month ends, add another month at the end of the budget. For example, your budget covers Jan to December of, say, 2021. So, you are adding actually you know, one after the other. That's why it's also called a rolling budget. So, this is the discussion about budget methodologies from Section B of Part 1.